Welcome back to TFE, a weekly news podcast in which we give our thoughts, feelings, and emotions on the latest gaming, film, tech, streaming, and other random crap we feel like. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm joined with you, as always, by my co-host, Danny. Howdy. How's it going? What a world we live in. In this week's episode, we talk about the greatest upcoming Marvel movie, Just Got Delayed, The Pope, Calls You Selfish, and Color Changing Cars. But first off, we're on about rapid reviews, Book of Boba Fett, episode two. Yeah, you haven't watched it. No, yeah, no, I watched the first ten minutes, and uh-huh. then I got distracted. Right, and then I forgot about it. Well, it's a good thing that these rapid reviews aren't as important as our overall review, when we watch it all at the end of its season and then bring it out. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a good episode. It's got action. It's got hard. It's got Boba Fett on a speeder. Rubber jump, jumping up and down on it, or whatever he's doing, where he's going back and forth. It's all fun. Yeah, that seems to be the opinion. A lot of people are saying this one's a bit more, gets you a bit more into it. Yeah. Also, I've seen people hate it, but that's just Star Wars fans, because Star Wars fans don't know what the fuck they want. <laughs> yeah, the hate Boba Fett isn't the greatest killer of all time. Yeah. That's the Mandalorian. He never was in the thing, because it was just a guy who turned up and looked cool. And then all the backstory that they added. In the comics, not the movies. If you look at it from the movie perspective, it's just a guy who shows up, looks cool, and then dies by getting his jetpack hit. And then in the prequels, it's just a kid whose dad is cool and then dies by getting his head chopped off. That is the Star Wars canon. (laughs) All the other stuff doesn't matter. It's the movies that matter and the TV shows and all the comics. Oh my God, it all matters then. Anyway, yeah, episode two was good. I enjoyed it. You'll hear more about it when we actually do our full review. Yes. So now we're going to move on to stream that movie news into my head. There wasn't many trailers this week. No, not much. Nothing really. Yeah. But we're going to talk about... talk about it. Instead, how Marvel movies have accounted for up to 30% of the domestic box office in 2021. So this is yeah, just and US. Do you want to know a fun fact? What? Spider-Man accounted for 12% of that. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm not surprised. Not- actually, no, I think... I can't remember if... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man accounted for 12% of the entire global domestic box office. <laughs> that's pretty big. Yeah. I imagine that's a higher percentage in Endgame. For that year, probably, yeah. Because, yeah. What else came out that year? Black Panther? No, it was Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel, yeah. Far from Home. Dollar, yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? Billion Dollar. No, Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, Ant-Man, no Ant-Man and the Wasp came out before Endgame, right? Yeah, 2018. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what we're all about. Black Panther came out in 2018. Yeah, but Endgame's not, not 2018, it's 2019. Oh, true. Yeah. What came out? Oh, yeah, Far From Home. Yeah. I just said that. Yeah, I just last... said this. Yeah, I know. I was just, it was equating it in my brain, yeah. Because I forgot Far From Home was the last Marvel movie till Black Widow. Insert the math equation meme right here. Hmm. But yeah, that, that's crazy. People will say Marvel is killing cinema. I mean, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. But I mean, also make better, more appealing movies to more people, if you want it. Don't make art house box office bombs that that people don't want to go see. (laughs) Like, you got to kind of balance it a bit. You can't blame people for not going to watch your movie. (laughs) I get that cinemas don't put enough, like, seating and stuff and don't give them... I think because the Guillermo del Toro movie, I think had box office like screenings taken away so that they could show more screenings of spider-man that i don't agree yeah but i'm just like eh. and then i think they dumped uh the last duel and 
something else on Disney Plus. So people were like, oh, Marvel's killing cinema. Well, I mean, or Disney's killing cinema, not Marvel. Or Marvel as well. But I mean, if Marvel was killing cinema, would Black Willow, Widow have also lost 600 million due to piracy? That is true. But that's probably due to the pandemic and first Marvel movie for two years. Yeah, so basically uh, it was reported rough. It's not confirmed by Disney, but reportedly 20 million illegal streams of uh, Black Widow and at a $30 million, uh, $30 or 30 How much was it in the UK? Like 30 quid? Yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah. So they lost a re- re- reported $600 million due to that <laughs> from people just pirating it and not watching it. So much money. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, Marvel still made money on that film, so... Yeah, but imagine that extra $600 million they could have made. And think of how much uh, Scarlett Johansson would have been screwed out of, of that. That's actually true. I think there's a serious case of Scarlett Johansson lost a lot of money by putting it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, because she would have got that box office revenue. But yeah. because they put it on Disney+, Plus and because it was pirated and they didn't get that £30 uh, subscription, uh, plus the subscription fee... Oh, it's all just terrible. I feel so sorry for this billion-dollar corporation that's uh, gouging most markets. Yeah, but some good news for Marvel. Morbius has been delayed until April. Yeah, literally, we were like a couple weeks out. We were all prepared. Our schedule was good to go. We'd got it booked in. And then immediately the day after we did that, it was like, oh, no, Morbius is delayed. And we're like, oh, shit, okay. So I've rearranged our schedule, Dan. Don't worry about it. Oh, thank you. you know thank what you the so fun- much. But the... Uh, yeah, I was I was rearranging our schedule. So, but speaking of schedules, I missed. I didn't put it in here. But the boys season three got a release date. Did it? When? When is it? Yeah, uh, it is uh, the third of June. Okay, I can work with that. And work. it finishes on my birthday. The last episode. It's only um eight episodes, I think. You've just told everyone your birthday. Congratulations. So they can figure it out. I already said. I already said Spider Man came out on my birth, like the day before my birthday. So if anyone knew the release date, of <laughs> it's not a secret. I'm sure, people have known your birthday. People don't know my birthday. All the people know I might be born in. I don't know. A month does exist. Ninth, huh? October ninth. Yeah, I might be born October ninth. How do I know? Yeah. Do you even know my birthday? Yes. That was a lie, wasn't it? No. Why would I not know my co-host's birthday? We're friends. You don't have me held hostage here. Yeah, that's what I thought. Moving on. Moving Dan, on to do DC you buy news. the CW? The CW, the most mediocre broadcasting channel in the world, is up for sale. Yeah. Do you want to buy it? No, because it doesn't seem like a very profitable business. They have a free channel that doesn't have any good content on it anymore. But it had the flash on it and the... Supergirl and Arrow and the Batwoman and Riverdale and the uh, and Walker. I am reading from these. Yeah, just stop. But maybe now they might actually make some good content. Send it to HBO. Well, it's under the Warner Brothers banner, so it would already be a HBO subsidiary. Because all the stuff they just take and put onto the the app, don't they? The HBO app. Well, the CW is free, so anything on there is free to watch. There's no... I can watch it if I wanted to right now. Oh, so they don't just put it on them. Yeah, so I think they're just getting rid of this as their normal television thing, and they're just fully pivoting to a 
streaming. Yeah, probably. Is, yeah. But I mean, hey, why not? It's, um, yeah, I don't give a shit. Because <laughs> they already give stuff to, like, hate uh, Netflix and stuff, apparently. Yeah, I don't really care either anymore. Since season seven of The Flash, I'm, I'm out of oh, it. Oh, yeah, so was Superman and Lois, Dan, the TV show that you were going to watch continuously week to week and then uh, after one episode dropped. It wasn't even that bad. I just went out of time. And then CW... You said it was good. You were like, oh, this is a really good show. I really Yeah, it is really good. (laughs) And then then I just... just Never had had time to watch it. So maybe I'll go back to it one day. Maybe. Mm. But let's go on to... Why does this exist? And we're going to talk about Pope Francis. And the Pope Francis... Why does religion exist, Dan? Why does religion exist? Well, there's a few arguments. We don't get into it. But Pope Francis (laughs) has said... Opting for pets over children is selfish and takes away from our humanity. I think a dog is a better fucking thing than a child. Now, I don't know if Pope Francis is aware of this, but there's a serious problem with overpopulation in the world. And pedophiles in his organisation. Ah. (laughs) That's why they want more children. They're running out. Yeah. They're running out of children to fuck. So, he can't fuck a dog. That's That's bestiality. That's against Christianity. But fucking kids is part of Christianity. Pope Francis is having Christian, sex. Catholic. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's still his organization that's full of pedo. <laughs> because butt fucking a child is better than fucking a woman in the eyes of God. I was going to say, do you, you want to, you know, very quickly correct your sentence? Well, someone can already cut that end bit out if they want to. Doesn't really matter. The internet's full of hellscapes anyway. But me saying something could get taken out of context anyway. I would have been cancelled on this show like 40 times. I ain't fussed. I don't want to be cancelled. I want this to be a highly profitable podcast. Yes. How much debt are we in on this podcast already? About (laughs) nearing a grand at this point. Oh, I'm way past a grand. (laughs) Yeah. But hey, we'll start up our OnlyFans account one day and we'll get it all back. Maybe. Yeah, no. um, Would you choose your dog over a child? Yes. When you actually have a child, would you still choose your dog over a child? Uh, what, it's a big if, isn't it? Well, if you do. I probably would still not... choose the dog. Well, I'm going to take this clip, and if you ever do have kids, I'm going to send it to them. <laughs> <laughs> Just know your place, child. Dan has spoken. They'll understand. I'll Is make sure of it. I'll make sure they know that always give me a disappointment to me. Fair enough. And the dog can never disappoint up. me. Dog would be dead. What? What? So the Pope's going to come and kill your dog because you're not having kids. Nah, I'll have a dog. Come out. Don't take that out. I just find it funny that this dude is like, hey, look, we don't want uh, people to have pets. We want them to have children. Because, you know, breeding and supple young children (laughs) for me to look after. It doesn't look good when it is nearly 8 million population right now. Yeah, it's like, have more kids. Fucking put yourself into debt. I know dogs and shit are expensive, but they're not nearly as much debt as a fucking... I don't understand why he said this, to be honest with you. Because he's old and outdated. <laughs> and he wants kids to fuck Dan. Joking aside, disgusting. do you reckon at some point we're going to need to bring like, the whole world money to adopt the one person rule? The one kid rule? No, because we're not poor. And so, what about China? Need... They had a serious problem, overcrowding problem. There weren't houses. There's a problem yeah. over here as it is. So that's China, Dan. We don't care about that. Yeah, but we're having a problem. Like, it, it's struggling to get houses for us. I know you managed to get one, but even then, it was barely. Get the 
Yeah, I mean, meh. I just, I just don't think it's necessary. Uh, I don't know. People aren't really having many kids anyway. Like, people just don't need to. Because the only reason you have multiple kids is because of farmland, and you need people to support you financially. Because <laughs> it's... No, that is generally the reason why people had kids. Yeah. Because if you had, because if you had kids, you could have them work on the farmland, do it, and if they died, you'd have another kid to replace that kid. It was just, it was just practical economics for them. That's why they had so many kids in the olden days. That's why Victorians had like a hundred kids because most of them didn't live past childhood anyway. So if you bank up a bunch of kids, then you're basically getting somewhere and you're having a higher chance of one of them living long enough to be able to support you in death but nowadays it's quite uncommon i think to have more than two exactly like i don't i know barely anyone like the most i've seen people now is having like three kids and then if you see anyone with more you're like oh okay how the fuck do you support yourself financially yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like most people nowadays are having like one or two kids what's the estimated cost for for a kid now is like two hundred thousand per kid I remember being massive and like a massive amount, a big, 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 big number. Yeah, how how much to look after a baby? Average monthly cost of a baby in the UK. Okay, this is a calculator. I don't think I'm going to be able to use this. The dead pregnancy timeline. What? Uh, twelve thousand and fourteen thousand. Uh, on a child-related expenses each year. So, 12,000 to 14,000 times that by till they're 10. So, that's 120,000 to 140,000. In America, it's $233,000 to raise a child from birth to the age of 17. There you go. See, I was saying till 10. So, yeah, yeah, that's about right, yeah. And that's if you're able to afford 12,000 to 14,000. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can cut costs. Kids don't need to eat. <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't need a bed. Sleep on the floor. Don't need Don't toys. Need toys. Do work. Yeah. Go work for a living. I know you're five year olds. Do it anyway. But yeah. I, I just, I just, I don't get why he needed to say any of this. Because <laughs> it's just like, yeah, pets are good. What's wrong with a pet? If you don't want a kid, fuck it. Why not? Anyway. We don't live in that time period anymore. We don't need to fucking have so many kids. Anyway, we've talked about this enough now. Kids. All right, let's move on. It's in the past. Well, about saying? 10 minutes worth. <laughs> it's in the past. Let's go on to We've Lost the Controller of the News, and we're talking about Riot Games. We're and not going to talk about Arcane, don't worry. No. Although, I might do later. I might do later. But Riot Games has agreed a $100 million gender disagreement settlement. Yeah, so uh, this was... They were originally, I think, going to only pay about $10 million spread across all the people who were doing it, but then they fought back, and they actually now have to pay $100 million. So, I mean, good work on the people who are fighting it because it was, like, a really big thing and they were going to just pay $10 million, like, between all the people who were affected and stuff like that, so... As much as this is a good thing, what does this mean for Arcane? Because does that mean now Arcane's got $100 million less budget? No. It's a big game, Dan. It's a big studio. They'll have money. That is true, but, you know, just, just mildly concerned. Like, they're not going to take it away from the things. They'll just... Like, they're not going to take it away from that. Don't worry, Dan. It'll be fine. That's good. That's good. I, I, I want my arcane season two. People are getting paid, and they they can't afford to uh, probably fuck up arcane now because they'll want more money. They'll need Netflix to pay them a big chunk of money. Also, Netflix is probably just paying for the development cost of it anyway, so it's like... Oh, yeah, true. I mean, I think they make so much money from League of Legends. Yeah. All those cosmetics. 
Still never been tempted to play it after Arcane. I was just like, eh, that doesn't That's sense. good, because it's not a good game to get into. Yeah, I see it's just very sweaty. And speaking of sweaty things, Dan, Sega has stalled its plans for NFTs following negative reactions. Who would have thought gamers don't like things that cost them money? <laughs> Hopefully this is the start to a new revolution. Well, we got more NFT news later, so... <laughs> I said the start, not not the end. It's the you know, very beginning. No, it's it's there's a woman who ah oh, yes, yeah, I forgot that story. Uh basically there was a woman who sold farts on the internet, um, who then had to have surgery because she caused herself to fart too much, so she had to get surgery. And so she's pivoting from selling her farts in a jar to selling NFTs of her farts. Oh. Yeah. There's a woman who does that now. How can you force her to fart so much? She basically um, was taking a load of food that caused her to fart, and then her intestines or something had like a rupture, and then she needed surgery. So she's basically stopping farting for her uh, uh, thing, and now she's selling her uh, farts as a digital NFT. How does that even work? I don't know, but she's doing it, and people are buying it. So You can't NFT a smell. You get the legal right to one of her farts if, I guess, you ever meet her. I was just thinking right now, what if we can have eventually sounds in games? Not sounds, sorry, smells in games. Maybe. Like you put Maybe. On the edge of your microphone, you put like a little uh, sense thing and it can generate some smells. Well, do you want to go into the future of gaming, Dan? Because PlayStation has revealed some of the specs for its PlayStation VR 2. Yes, and this and does intrigue me quite a bit. They're fucking impressive stats, though. They really like, are. Uh, so basically, we, we've already seen the Sense controllers, but they now have a name. Uh, they have haptic feedbacks like the PlayStation 5 controllers. Um, I think the PlayStation controllers are called the PlayStation Sense controllers as well. Um, it's got a for high-fidelity visual experience. The PSVR 2 offers 4K HDR, 110-degree field of view, and a Foveted rendering with an OLED display. Players can expect a, di- a display resolution of 2000 times 2040 per eye and smooth frame rate uh, of 90 to 120 hertz. Yeah, so that's two 4K panels in each eye. Yep. Uh, Headset-based controller tracking. With inside-out tracking, PSVR 2 tracks you and controller through integrated cameras embedded in the VR headset, so you don't need a PlayStation camera anymore. Uh, your movements and directions you look at are reflected in the game without the need for external camera. Um, new uh, The PSVR 2 Sense technology combines eye tracking, headset feedback, 3D audio, and the innovative PSVR 2 Sense controllers to create an incredibly deep feeling of immersion. So basically you're getting eye tracking, which I don't think any other headsets have. No, I was wondering uh, how that's actually going to play out. Because I don't see a situation where that's needed or how that's needed. I think it's to help with the motion sickness because I know that it's the disconnect between like the screen and your eyes. So when you look, the screen will then maybe move with your eyes rather than with your head. Right, maybe. So you're not... I think it's so that you don't have this stilted, you turn your head all the time to look in a direction. Maybe it's when your eyes look. So you don't have to turn your head to look somewhere because you know when you do those little movements with your eyes, you're looking all over the place and you're looking around and you're just noticing things. So maybe it will be that your eyes are getting tracked and the camera will smooth it out for you with the motion tracking. It'd be interesting to see. That's my at least interpretation of it. Also, it's a single wire setup. 
So it's uh, USB-C. Yeah, who would have thought the USB-C at the front of the console was for... Um, you, you know that's this. When you plug in your DualSense controller to charge, is it USB-C to USB-C cable? Yeah. No, I think it's USB, USB to USB-C. So that means... Yeah, so the USB-C was always planned for the headset then. I can't remember. I plugged. I have a plug socket from. I think. I think it is PS uh, USB C to USB C. I just don't think I used it because I think I just um I just put my phone charger with a USB C to USB C. So that's why mm. my brain's thinking it's USB C. When you unbox yours, when you eventually get one, <laughs> you'll you'll be able to tell us. It'd be a little while. A little while. And then but yeah, it's of- got four cameras for the headset and everything, so... But yeah, it's looking fucking good. In terms of buttons for the DualSense controller, it's actually a bit different compared to the last generation of um, sort of motion controllers. Yeah. The um, so it's- four circle cross triangle and squares, that they're split across the both controllers. Yeah, then you got the option button, the action button. Yeah, and you've got the R1 and R2 and left side respectively L1 and L2 whereas yeah. previously you just had trigger buttons yeah so hey uh, you got motion sensors six axis mo- motion sensing system uh, free axis gyroscope plus free axis accelerometer capacity sensor finger touch detection IR LED position tracking yeah so I, I'm uh, interested to see how that's going to play on games as well I'm really looking forward to this I really want like, to This try was it. one of the main reasons I bought a PS5 was just because I was like the PS VR two, whilst the PS VR original one, which is sat up somewhere over there in my room, uh, is compatible with the PlayStation Five. I'm just looking way more f- forward to the PS VR two because it just looks so good. I just want to see the headset because they didn't show off the headset. That was the only disappointing thing is they've shown off the controllers, but they haven't shown off the headset yet. Have they announced a release date yet? Nope, nothing. It'll be this year, I imagine. I think. It'll uh, be but next we did year. get a reveal of uh, a game for that's coming out exclusive, uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain. So a new Horizon game, but for VR exclusively. Uh, and there's also rumblings that uh, Steam and PlayStation have partnered to get uh, Half-Life Alex, that exclu- uh, that very impressive uh, Half-Life game that's for VR on PlayStation. So that's a big win if they if that's true. That's pretty interesting too. But yeah, let's go on to Xbox. Yep, Xbox. Xbox is in the news with some real big changes. Yeah, Xbox has now unveiled a nail polish co- collection. Yeah. And if you buy the uh, nail polish collection, it unlocks Halo and Forza Horizon cosmetics. Yeah. You're going to be <laughs> doing this death. I think that's it's like it's like the Mountain Dew shit or the uh, Doritos things when you just buy them. They're trying to get women. It's fair. It's fine. Whatever. If you don't like Mountain Dew and you want cosmetics for your characters in Halo and Forza, buy some nail polish. Yeah, that's quite funny though. I did. I just never imagined this was going to happen. Damn, we've talked about the Gucci bag from Xbox. I mean, Xbox is just trying to tie themselves into anything. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm not surprised. It's like, eh, fuck it. Why not? Go for it. You got different people with different needs and different tastes like why did xbox need to be exclusive mountain dew and doritos why can't they be nail polish and gucci bags oh i said not anything bad about it i just didn't imagine they were ever going to do it it just surprised the hell out of me i was like what 
yeah, I mean, do you want to talk about more surprising things, though? Speaking of VR and surprising things, Dan? Yeah, go for it. Do you want to talk weird, wacky, wonderful world? Okay, yeah. I, I for some reason, thought you could just bring up another topic that was on this list. No. Dan, do you want to talk Weird, about wacky, wonderful about? world. Somebody trained a rat to play Doom 2 using a mini VR rig. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> this just popped up in my feed, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so basically, there's a video as well. You can just see it. it's like a ball, and the rat runs on it, and then you can see the rat just doing like a bunch of stuff. It has a little hand to keep the rat in position so it doesn't move off the ball. It's crazy. But yeah, it it's crazy. It's just weird. It's just uh, so Toff trained his rat using sugar water as a reward, as well as puffs of air to the face and rear as negative inputs. Placing the rat on a giant scrolling ball in front of the screen, the engineer then presented the rat with various levels from the video game. When the rats ran into walls, they received puffs of air. When they continued on through the maze-like levels, they received sugar water. (laughs) So, yeah. It's pretty cute, not gonna lie. So, he had three rats doing this, Romeo, Carmack, and Tom could all run through the uh, through the levels to be to some extent each of the three rats had different strengths and weaknesses although it seems Romeo was the best overall Romeo was so confident running in VR in fact that Toff was even able to send spend two sessions with him training how to shoot in the game about a minute into the video above you can see the rat blowing away that baddie so Dan the future of military is rats controlling our drones that yes. is the future that we are Yes, we already is. use rats to experiment on for anything else. Why not? The rat will soon become the number one species in the world. They will yeah. dominate all of us. And then we'll so basically humanity. this, uh, yeah. So this custom uh, like setup that he did, so he did it for about two thousand dollars. So for two thousand dollars, then we could build a rat VR Doom setup thing. Oh, wow. Oh, by the way, it's not actually a headset strapped to the rat. It's a screen in front of a rat. If It's not VR, VR, but it's kind of like VR for a rat. I think the most they VR do actually have... part of it is just running in a yeah. ball. Virtual reality of, for a rat. But they do actually have VR headsets for cows. What's the purpose of that? I think it's to trick the cow into thinking it's outside. It's kind of the bad side of VR. Oh. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Rather than let them outside, they put VR headsets onto them and make them think they're outside. So, Well, let's go on to some more upbeat news. In Tech Time and Science Shenanigans, and Alexa yeah. will soon blast off as the first voice assistant in space. Yeah, I thought you might like this news story, because you like space. I do, this is actually quite interesting. And we know you love Alexa, because she loves to kill kids. That was last week's episode, if you, have, if you missed it. We have now got Jarvis in space, but it's Alexa. Yeah, women of the power of space. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of cool. I hope it doesn't... Alexa, launch rocket. Oh, no, not launch the nukes, not launch the nukes! Okay. Oh, so it says, say, Alexa, take me to the moon. My Alexa is going off downstairs. I don't think... I think it heard me. <laughs> oh, no, it's your Alexa. Yeah, that's my, that's my one. I just did what it told huh. me to do. Right. 
Yeah, say that phrase to your device and it will talk to you about this topic. About how they're going to try to make astronauts' lives easier. Yeah. I mean, I was always expecting the future of, like, things. But I I just... Alexa voice assistant is kind of iffy and whatnot. So I'm kind of like, how are they going to implement this? Are they going to give a better software version? Like, the highest level of, like, software that they have because the current version can't even turn on my lights properly and turn off my tv properly so i'm like seems a bit bit dangerous when you're trying to do science like rocket science but like i said alexa launch the rocket alexa launch the nukes it could be very dangerous i doubt that is exactly how it will work but you know do you reckon it's just for when they're peeing? Oh, no, they can pee in their suits. It's fine. I'm just thinking what use could what they need to not have the hat. Maybe that's when they're doing, like, tools and stuff, like fixing things, and they need to shout to Alexa. Or maybe it's when they're outside the ship, and they need they have the little headset in the thing so it can do things inside the ship. Maybe, but, you know, it's only going to ha- work out oh, anyway. fuck. We're so close to Hal from 2001 A Space Odyssey. I don't know who that is. It's, you know Hal. Oh. It's the <laughs> evil... Sh- Okay, well, it's the evil robot that takes over the ship in 2001 A Space Odyssey. You know the red eyeball, like the red control panel eyeball thing? Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that's how. Oh, I didn't that's, know that. It's called how. Yeah, that's from 2001 uh... A Space Odyssey, Dan. Basically, we're getting that, because Alexa might lock them out of the ship. Hey, 2001 A Space Odyssey didn't come out in 2001. No, Shocking. Yeah, 1968. That's a really old film. Yeah, and it's already predicted most of the stuff that's going to happen. Also, it's referenced a lot in The Simpsons of Futurama. Yeah, I remember that howl bit. That's what, that, that red dot thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're learning about movies from ages ago that have influenced pop culture and science fiction for years. I'm glad you're finally learning about them, Dan, and not paying attention to our podcast at all. Whilst you're looking at your phone. No, I'm just looking at... Apparently, there's a sequel to Odyssey. Mm-hmm. The final Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. This is all very fascinating. You're doing all of this in your head whilst we're doing your podcast. And I have to explain what you're doing because you're not talking as the main host of this There's podcast. many different Odysseys. Oh, my God. There's so many different books here. Yeah. It's incredible. It's a shock. Yeah. It's real fascinating stuff. I'm talking it's about fascinating list. stuff. Oh, look. It's a Tesla <laughs> traffic jam in Las Vegas. Yeah, Dad, do you remember that tunnel Elon Musk built under Las Vegas so that he could show off that his technology was the future of transportation and there'd never be a traffic jam again? Yeah. Turns out, if a lot of people use that tunnel, and because it's only a single lane, it gets quite busy and Ah. it gets blocked up because there's no way to go around. So you have to kind of just wait until the other cars in front of you go, you know? (laughs) It was so stupid. Yeah. So, Dan, if... You know, in Las Vegas, one of the busiest places on in, on the earth, kind of a lot of people want to use your tunnel at the same time at, at maybe a, like an event called CES where it's held in Las Vegas and you want to show off your uh, fancy new tunnel. A lot of people are going to want to go through there. And because you have to kind of back up a bit whilst and get permission to go through and let other people go through and all of that stuff. And then you got to come out and do things. It takes a bit of time. And with a lot of people that can cause traffic you know in this tunnel that would never have traffic because it's all just meant to be amazing and stuff the future 
<laughs> but yeah, it's basically a video. Yeah, I was, I was saying, so someone put a video on Twitter, and so is, that, is this not open then? Do yeah, it's been it? open for ages. Didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy's well, like, not, oh yeah, so if most people use it at the same time, it gets busy. I was like, so the whole purpose of it is useless. Useless, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like put on a 2025, this is how most will die. A fix, a fixation in a Tesla traffic jam tunnel. Yeah, basically it's the si- it's so small. It's basically the size of a Tesla. Like it's so narrow, and you basically can't open your doors. So if you wanted to get out, you couldn't. Yeah, it doesn't. This it is- feels like a health and safety nightmare. Yeah, and also uh, the reason why Tesla's boring company can do tunnels very quickly is because they're about that size. They're not as big as regular tunnels, so they don't have to move as much crap out the way. <laughs> Yeah, also, on their tunnels, like, don't they sort of make them as they're going along? Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite amazing technology, but still. Well, that's how most tunnels have been built. They dig it out and then build it as they go. <laughs> He's yeah, just made it smaller. Ones, like, they're quicker, right? They can knock up these tunnels quite... Yeah, but that's because they're smaller. Yeah. And then you have this issue where, hey, maybe you should make it a bus thing rather than just have everyone in their cars. So stupid. Or like an underground. It's just a rich man who doesn't understand public transportation and goes, why would I want to stand next to peasants on a bus? It's almost why like, you I know, to... the idea of having a subway is a really good idea. Yeah, maybe having the richest man in the world design our things for the rich isn't really a good way to build the future of the world because they forget about the poor people who can't afford their own car and don't. and also you're not allowed to use gas cars i think it's only teslas or electric cars that can go under there yeah, apparently if there's a blockage everyone's got to reverse out yeah that's what i mean it's the dumbest thing because there's no way out if anything goes wrong so if your car breaks down in that tunnel you're fucked and everyone else is fucked yeah it should at least be fucking... two lanes yeah but it's not because that's not how their tunneling system works Dan. no yeah definitely two exactly lanes. but the future dan Single lane tunnels all under Las Vegas, all getting clogged and not being able to get out. If it rains, you're fine. <laughs> no. um, I think the only advantage speaking... of tunnels is that you can have loads of lanes stacked top of each other. Yeah. But it, it's useful, don't get me wrong, but the way he's trying to go about it is not. <laughs> no, also we have it's very trains. Dangerous. Yeah, we have trains. This is why we built trains. Just make trains electric, which most are. And hey, look, you solve your problem. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the future, Dan, of yes. smart TVs. CES was this week. I love this convention. I want to go there one year, maybe next year. Maybe we'll do a live <laughs> podcast from CES. Maybe. We maybe we can do that next year. We can, uh, we can go travel. Yeah. I am thinking of going to America at some point, so who knows. Maybe but this yeah, is a perfect uh, so- excuse. So there's multiple different things announced. The PSVR 2 was actually one of the things. Yep, um, but we'll start with Samsung because why not? Because it's under dystopian tech then. Oh yeah, so it is. Yeah. Uh, so Samsung promises groundbreaking new TV feature NFT support. Yay! Yay! Good old. I don't know why <laughs> or how this will be implemented. I already had a problem with my TV because apparently, if the uh, storage on your tv gets filled to a certain point it will cut out the sound oh really yeah 
I spent ages trying to figure out what the fuck the problem was. And I finally found a video and it was just this guy. Look, you got to delete some crap off your TV storage from like the apps that it auto downloads. And then it will fix the sound issue. Yeah, it will fix your audio issue. Like my speakers worked fine. My TV speakers still produce sound like when you're scrolling through the menus and stuff. So I was like, why is it not like every time I Chromecast something, my PlayStation didn't make a noise. Like you could plug it in with the headset and it would make noises, but when you unplug the headset, the TV didn't make a noise. It didn't connect to the um it was connected to the Bluetooth the speaker, but it just wouldn't produce sound. Madness. And so I was just like, how the fuck do I solve this? Because it's not anywhere. And then I just found one video that was just like, Hey look, Samsung's TVs download all of these apps for no real reason and you can't delete some of them. So you have to delete all the ones that you can delete if you don't want them. And then it will fix your sound audio issues. So hey. Two 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 thousand five hundred pound TV and about a four gigabyte memory. <laughs> Who would have thought that that would fill up fast? But yeah, uh, NFTs. Don't like them. Don't want them. Don't need them on my TV. There's already ads on my two thousand five hundred pound TV. Oh yeah, but you know they don't make enough money from that much money, so they've got to have adverts as well. Yeah. Don't like it. <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have one of the ones that uh, will play an ad over your stuff if you're watching anything (laughs) because there are tvs that do that it's like hey look you're watching something we'll cut that and play an ad in front of you even though you're watching a show that has ads it's like oh okay cool but yeah nfts i don't know how they're going to implement it i don't want them to implement it i hope this goes away and they don't do it but like i don't even know how they're going to do it like is it just going to be the samsung logo and you can buy it and then it will be a different logo so you can have it display on your tv when you're out and about and you want to show guests your nft maybe maybe that, that's because exactly they do have be. a because uh, they have an ambient mode on their tvs where you can make them look like pictures and um photos and stuff like that so i imagine what they'll be is those will be nfts and it'll be like the most expensive one you can get and I will not buy it because I never put my TV in that mode because it's pointless. And why would you want to have your TV on when you're out burning electricity? I think ambient mode could be useful if you've got like a house party or something, like a dinner party. That you could put it like on some... Yeah, it's fine, but I'll never use it. I don't think no, I've ever no. seen anyone use it. It's like, oh, I turn my TV off. Cool. I don't even think you can get Alexa to turn on ambient mode. So it's like, Alexa, turn on ambient mode for my TV. I never tried. It. Maybe I should try. Who knows? Maybe after this, I'll re- I'll go downstairs and ask Alexa to turn on ambient mode and see what it does. But let's carry on to more CES news. Asus has announced its first flexible screen laptop with a snap-on keyboard. This looks really good. I'm buying. I am getting my Fold free soon. It's coming. I'm gonna get it. It's on. It's it's gonna be here. Yeah. So Asus, they have had shown this off for a while, but I think. They're only now going it's all on concepts. Set. This is like an actual one that you can buy. Yeah. But it's basically, so basically, it's just a, it's a laptop with no keyboard that is a folding screen. So it folds and it's bigger than a normal phone. So it's like, it's a twelve point five inch booklet. This so is probably folds. one of the few uses for foldable technology. Yeah, it's called the Asus ZenBook Seventeen Fold OLED. I would uh, actually get this. This actually looks pretty cool. Oh, I think there's two different... No, wait, hang on. It's essentially a 17.3-inch OLED tablet that folds up into a 12.5-inch booklet. It is quite a bit bigger than a 13.3-inch Lenovo X1 fold I saw last... So, okay, there have been other ones. Yeah, I thought uh, Lenovo did one. 
Um, so it's quite big. And then you can fold it out and make it uh, like a monitor. And then you have a little keyboard that you can have as well. So if you don't want a little screen with a keyboard at the bottom, you can fold it out to a big screen, have your keyboard that comes with it, and then boom, get to work. It's sick. I love this idea. I always thought laptops were the best implementation for uh, folding. Yeah, yeah. It makes just sense. Like, it's a big product that you want to be able to, like for moving around, if you're doing day-to-day work and you want a big monitor, but you don't want to drag that around, something that folds down smaller. And then also the keyboard goes in between the screens when you fold it down. Which means so it's not as much of a tight gap. gap uh, yeah, not as much tight um, bend, so it won't damage the screen yeah. as much. Yeah, it's clever. I like it. Also, it's practical because then it's just a sandwich and it's, it's they're thought of everything. It's just like, oh, that's cool. Talking about things that are clever and practical, Disney has made a patent for an augmented virtual world simulator, simulator that does not need a headset or glasses. Yeah, this is interesting. I'm just like, how's that going to work? Because yeah, is it just going to be much... like, is it going to be like a green screen thing, like the um, uh, volume for like the Mandalorian thing, where you're just in a room and then everything goes around you? And then as you walk, like kind of a VR world, but rather than you having a headset on, the world just morphs around you, essentially. Just like, I don't know. Yeah, so normally Dang. when you do this, you have like a headband display or just something because we're on a head. Glasses. Yeah, but headset. there's nothing. It's just there. So it's probably some sort of kind of projector thing, but you can sort of suspend something maybe. Or they've partnered with Elon Musk and put Neuralink in and then it's going to put stimulation into your brain that makes you think you're seeing stuff. Maybe, but apparently it will be used in the real world theme park rides. Where multiple users yeah. will be able to simultaneously experience a 3D virtual world without needing to wear any peripherals. Yeah. Well, this is just a pattern. There's no actual tech behind it. Yeah, I don't. We don't think. I mean, they could have been working on this for years. Disney's um theme park division does do a lot in terms of like advancements and tech. It's quite scary to be honest. Like the Hall of Presidents and stuff like that is quite a big advance for in for AI. And uh, androids and stuff like that. And like robot um, stuff and that. And then there was that swinging Spider-Man experience thing that they had a couple months ago. With that robot that yeah, does the yeah, tricks that one, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Like they do do some advancements. Quite quite uh, good advancements. But yeah, I, I'm just interested. I'd, I haven't been to Disney World or Disneyland. I've been like once when I was a kid, but that was... I don't even remember that. I've I was like never been. Two. But no, no, no. Maybe I can go there with my pets. Is that one near Las Vegas? It's California, isn't it? Yeah, that's it's not near Calif- Las Vegas. No, I know, but you do that. It's that side of America, isn't it? I think Las Vegas is no, more Calif- central. What, what am I thinking? San Francisco. Am I thinking of San Francisco? You're thinking San Francisco. San Francisco's on that coast. Yeah, I'm thinking San Francisco. California's down by North uh, New York, isn't it? Like that area. No. It's on the East Coast. California's like completely the opposite side to New York. That's what I was saying. You were like, no, it's not California. I thought you said, I thought you said it's next to New York. And I was like, no, what? <laughs> no. I was saying it was near Las Vegas. On that New York's side. New near Las Vegas. No. Fucking California. Because there's California Disney World. Or Disney World California. What are you trying to say to do with New York and California? I wasn't saying anything about New York. You said New York. 
No, I was saying is New York on the opposite side. Yes. Of California. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. And then I was saying it's near to where Las Vegas is. Because no. it's on Las, Ve- Las Vegas is on the left side, where California is. Oh, yeah, it is. Actually, yeah, you're all right. It is. Yeah. Because it's Nevada, isn't it? Yeah, it's Nevada, yeah. Yeah, and Nevada is near California. To be fair, it's quite, it's fairly near LA. Oh, my God. Okay, well, you can see our American geography is top-notch on this podcast. <laughs> it's about a three-hour drive from LA to Las Vegas. Exactly, that's what I mean. So, we can go to CES, and then we can go to fucking Is Disneyland. CES always in Las Vegas? Yeah, it's always in Las Vegas. It's the biggest thing, like, biggest tech convention to come to Las Vegas every year. Well, maybe that's a thing for your youtube channel next year maybe how warm is it my my real life one i don't know dan (laughs) it's america so it's probably cold at the moment can we january is about 15 degrees (laughs) that's warmer than here which is three degrees yeah (laughs) we we go over there like shorts be like "This this is nice no we go to australia to do that I could definitely do shorts in 15 degrees. I can do shorts in 15 degrees, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I, had, I had to do shorts in 30 degree. That was the only time I ever wore shorts. Next story. Razer and Fossil have teamed up to make the Gen 6 smartwatch. Yeah, more Razer wearables. Gotta love that. Yes. apparently This, ki- uses... this looks like a kid's watch, though. It does I'm not sorry. look good at all. It, it's it's just like your basic like Casio watch, but with the plastic straps. Apparently, it u- like, it's using Google's Wear OS software. It's got Bluetooth 5.0 and it's got advanced health and fitness tracking, as they always say they have. It's basically yep. going to be the same as every other watch going around. Yeah, but it will cost you a couple hundred quid as well. Yeah, well, apparently it's dropping, well, just before this podcast gets released. Mm-hmm. So, if you want See, it, I go... would wear it if they didn't have a bright green strap. I imagine you can change the strap. You can. They go... have a they have a black one, but I'm like the the one that they probably want you to wear is the bright green one, and I'm like, no, <laughs> why would I want that? I wouldn't mind that. I've got some bright green things. I got bright green shoes. Okay, the the battery life's pretty good. Cut down your cool town time and charge up eighty percent in just a little over thirty minutes. That's pretty useful. That's like the shower. Yeah. You take a 30-minute shower? Not on purpose, but yes. What the fuck are you doing in the shower I have absolutely no idea. I just kind of just zone out in the shower. What are you doing? No. No. No, stop it. That's not what I do. I just I just kind of relax. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 sure. Relax, I do. I kind yeah. of relax. Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing that, it'll take four or five minutes. Uh-huh. Well, on top of the 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your parents must hate you. <laughs> Their water bill must be so fucking high if you're spending 30 minutes in the shower. Showers are meant to be the quick one. How long do you take a little bath? Oh, like five a minutes. A day? I hate you baths. You do the... Com- I hate them. Because you get cold. It's horrible. You, you do the complete opposite of what you're meant to do for the timings of those things. Yeah, but I, get rela- I don't feel relaxed in a bath. I feel relaxed in a shower. Yeah, but a shower is not for relaxing. A shower is to get clean quickly. Yeah, but I, can't, I, just, I, is... I just zone out. I get so relaxed in a shower. Okay, right. Okay. No. Bad. 
stop it. Take shorter showers. I'll try. Your parents try. will think you're doing what I was suggesting. But the BMW has now announced they've got a car that can change its color using. Ah, yes, the BMW. I love that brand. The BMW. <laughs> the BMW can change the color. Yes. Uh, this BMW can change color in completely. It's not even just part of it. Completely change color using something called e inks. Yeah. This is kind of cool. So it could go from black to white or white to black. Or grey. Like, there's no actual colour spectrum. It's just black or white. But if you're escaping from the cops and you need to get away, you want to change your car's colour and so that they don't track you in terms of the visual aspect. Boom. Your car's now black. Your car's now white. Yeah, true. It's pretty cool. It is cool. And it's just also parts of the car can change as well, not the whole thing. Yeah, so you, it's basically Rorschach's mask from Watchmen. Yeah, you can do yes. that to you. That's that, yeah, I'll try to think who you're talking about. Yeah, it is. Well, it's the guy with the mask that can change colors, Dad, or not colors, the visual aspect of it from black to white. Well, the, there actually are real masks like that. They're not as like um, advanced as the movie because the movie is using CGI. But people have actually made masks that look like that and do that face warping. But the annoying thing about this car. Is that the petrol cover doesn't it's, change colour? Oh, it also looks ugly as fuck. It's oh, it's really a BMW, what do you expect? Nice. BMW have done some nice looking cars, but not many. Very few, in terms of the number of cars they have. They're more like big, fat, chunky cars, and I don't like big, fat, chunky cars. Also, their, their grill is getting worse. Hmm. I look forward to the... I, I like how electric cars have to have a grill, even though they don't need it. Do like, they have just, to? No, they don't. That's what I mean. They don't have to have a grill oh, yeah. if they're an electric car, but they still put it on there. Because they don't. Yeah, but uh, Mercedes do. Mercedes, yeah, yeah, are still, Mercedes are still putting a grill on their car, even though they don't need to, just because people f- visually think, oh, that's a car. It's got a, it's got a grill on it. As well. Yeah, it's, it's weird. They should put a little TV on there that goes, fuck yourself. You don't have an electric car. You're killing the planet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. But let's go back to Samsung. You want to talk about the future, of, yeah, the future of your house, Dan. This looks pretty is... cool. It's like the uh, the Jarvis robot thing again. Yeah. So basically, Samsung unveiled a bunch of little robots that they're maybe planning on using or building. I don't know. It's an animated thing, so I don't know if these are real things. But it's basically a little robot that's like a little pillar thing with a little robot arm that's meant to help you around. And then they're showing off their TVs as well with a little virtual assistant guy talking to you. Uh, And then there's a robot that's just a pillar with a little disc that pops up that's a screen and you can use it for business meetings and as as you walk around your house. They're uh, interesting. They show the fucking thing opening your oven and taking out the food, which I just don't think is going to be a thing. But they kind of look like Star Wars robots. And... Ah, yeah. Ah, Dan, you haven't watched episode two of Boba Fett. You missed you missed the Boston Dynamics robots. Oh, no, I did hear about that. Yeah, they just ba- they basically put Boston Dynamics robots in Star Wars. So I'm confused like, actually, is this, if this is a concept or is this talking them like something like the meta. This, no, I think this is a physical thing that they want to do, but I don't think it's built yet or they're going to build it. I think they're looking at... The, CES is just a lot of concepts that people want to do. But yeah. they show it playing with your dog. 
So Pope Francis is already going to hate this. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's basically just what your home could look like in the future if they ever do decide to build this. But I swear we had Samsung building robot dogs as well. So I'm kind of like, interesting. But I just hate this stupid little fat fucking gigantic robot thing that they have that has only a little display that pops up and its entire purpose is just for you to talk to people on a meeting as you walk around your house. Yeah, also, I don't think this would work in UK households. No. Definitely it's for an apartment. Yeah. Are the UK households... Most of them pretty we small. We have so many stairs. Yeah, we have a lot of stairs. Yeah, we're, we're quite compact, a lot of stairs, try to fit out a lot in a small place. Nah. Especially the new houses anyway. Housing crisis. Mm-hmm. Gotta give all the poor people something to live in. But with all the good news and new inventions, the old things have got to make way. And this is the end of Blackberry. Your Blackberry dies today. Yep. Well, a couple of days ago. Yes. Yeah, well, Sorry. So if your if your BlackBerry still works and it suddenly dies because we said so, that you can blame on us. But if it was dead before, you can't blame it on us. <laughs> but yeah, uh, basically the software that BlackBerry used on their devices is no longer going to be supported. So if it breaks, it breaks, and they're not going to fix it. BlackBerry's gone. Yep. There's a company once exists. the biggest fucking phone company in the world until Apple brought out the iPhone. Yep. And, and then everyone it. was like, "Well, that sucks." <laughs> And then BlackBerry, they, they, tried like, it. they tried to continue. And then they made the mistake. And then they're like, okay, no, look, we can do the same as well, iPhone. No, they, they, they were so dead hell-bent on putting a keyboard on an Android device with a touchscreen. Yeah. They really wanted that keyboard to stay. But nope. Nope. They died. It was a shame. But hey, they managed to save Sony for a little bit when they got hacked. Because Sony had to switch from uh, using all the current phones that they were using to BlackBerry because their cybersecurity was so good. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, BlackBerry, I liked BlackBerry. My brother had loads of them when we were growing up. And I, I really wanted a BlackBerry when I had, uh, when I was, but I was too young to have a phone at the time. So I wasn't allowed one. And then when Black, when I did finally get a phone, it was the touchscreen era. So it was really? a shame. Um, Well, I had a flip phone that was like, you know, the classic like flip up t- buttons. You had to type you had to push the button several times if you wanted one letter, that sort of keyboard. Um, and then I went to a touchscreen, and then I went Samsung S1 Ultra or whatever it was, some version, and then I haven't switched from Samsung since. I have had Honors and um, other phones. I've had an iPod Touch. Yeah, I've had an iPod, iPod Touch. I had four, and I still have it. It's in here somewhere. Here it is. Found it. <laughs> it looks the pretty only... Why is it so cracked up? Because it's the only device that I've ever owned that I have cracked the screen on. And, and it's it just the only Apple product. Apple. Yeah, it's the only Apple product I've ever owned as well. And the funniest thing is, when I broke the screen on this device, I was holding my phone and I dropped them at the exact same time and on the exact same uh, floor. And the only one that broke was the iPhone, uh, the iPod. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas my phone didn't, <laughs> and that was a, that had a screen and everything, and it didn't break. And I dropped the phone from a little bit higher up because I was trying to catch the iPod because I was like, no. And I kind of, yeah, I was taking them out of my pocket, and I had both in my pocket, and then I clipped my pocket, and it kind of they both just fell out my pocket. 
And then our final news of the week is the NVIDIA and AMD battle continuing. NVIDIA has For announced... the cheapest graphics cards. Well, they also announced the, the most expensive graphic cards. And the most expensive. NVIDIA has announced the RTX 3050 graphics card, which is $250. And they've also announced a graphics card called 3090 Ti, as they pronounced it, or as any same person would call it, Ti, as $5,000. Mm-hmm. Which, which one are you going to get, Dan? Uh, I get the $5,000 one, but I get a scalp price, so it'd better be 12000 See, if this one, if this graphics card will fit in my um, PC, I will try and buy this one. What, 3050? Yeah. Well, you might want to buy the AMD, because the AMD has announced the RX Radeon 6500. Thank you. XT. XT. Retailed at $199. This is the product that is designed to get you away from your old GPUs. Mm. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, hey, look, cool. And AMD also announced their new CPU architecture. They named it, they released the new mobile platforms and they announced a new 3d cache ryzen 7 yes. which alleg- allegedly has fantastic performance and they did a little tease for later on in the year because in the second half of the year they're going to announce the zen 4 cpus which will make use of the new am5 boards basically means the next pc everyone builds for amd platform at least will be a whole new build yes also, also nvidia is no no go on i was gonna say did, did you see the power requirements of the uh the high-end NVIDIA card. Uh, very, very high. Yeah, it's 1250. Yeah. Do you know how much a US plug socket can provide? Less than that. I know because our providers, we build for American um, for companies and their power supply is very bad. Well, it's not less than that, but it's it's not far off. It's 1,400 yeah. they can do. Yeah. It's, um, it's not looking good, is it? Because we're, we're getting to the territory now where it, computer parts aren't going to work in America. <laughs> Yeah, American, or they'll have to, like, supplement it somehow, like, or or lessen the graphics, the the quality of the uh, product over in America. I seriously don't re- understand why America doesn't use two forty. Um, because of Tesla, Edison, and the other guy, and their battle for the current. Watch the current war. It yeah, a yeah, good no, movie. Well, it has yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch, Tom Holland, um, Nicholas. Um, Holt and other people. It's fun. I enjoyed it. Well, the only people to really use 110 is the America side of things. Everywhere else used yeah. 240 or 200. Well, America's power grid is bad because they drop to like 100. They can really? drop very... Yeah, they can drop quite low. Like We have to build our machines to um, specifically run at low voltage because in America they're power like consumption is so wavy our things need to work at a lower voltage if it does drop at any moment it's funny i love america america is such a weird like caricature of the rest of the world yes and they also use fahrenheit still yeah one of the only other countries in the world to do it isn't there three that use it yeah and the others are like very um things and if you argue with someone like pro fahrenheit they're like Oh yeah, but it makes more sense for your body temperature to be like not zero or because that's your that's your body limit. So I was thinking, but how can you have a limit that's exponential? Mm. It doesn't make sense. It's just it's crazy. But that that's enough news, Dan. That is. Should we go on to recommend do and recommend don't? Yep. Have you watched anything this week? Uh, well, 
Fun fact I just found out, Dad, from Uberfacts on Twitter. Malcolm in the Middle premiered on January 9th, 2000, 22 years ago. And guess what I've been watching this week? <laughs> Doing a half men. Yeah. No, I've been rewatching Malcolm in the Middle um, for like the last week. Because I was just like, I watched Futurama because I hadn't seen Futurama for ages. And I hadn't seen Malcolm in the Middle when it got put on Disney Plus, And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's great. Because I've been trying to find fucking Malcolm in the Middle on like a streaming service for ages. And it was just never on anything. And then it got put on Disney Plus, And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Because I was going to watch it on um, Channel 4, their um, all four app thing. Yeah. But then it would have ads. And then they took it off. And I was like, oh, god damn it. I was going to watch it. And then I f- they added it to Disney Plus, And I was like, oh, hell, yeah, I'll rewatch it. So I've been enjoying that. The mouse conquers I, all. Yeah, it was just a happy coincidence that I was scrolling through and it just happened to come up with that fun uber fact that it came out 22 years ago from today, which really scares me. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good show. I, did enjoy, I do enjoy it. I would recommend it to anyone who wants to go back. And I'm going to recommend, if you haven't already watched it, rewatch Arcane. If you haven't already listened to us blabbering on about how good it is yeah, so for the last... This, Since it released, basically. This weekend, I got some time and I rewatched Arcane. And the first three episodes, which I thought were quite boring when I first watched it, I actually really loved. And on my rewatch, yeah, they were my you favorite know episodes. That you, you're like, yeah. They build, they build up the world and they give you so much to what the characters are. And then all of the things that happen in those three episodes have consequences. Yeah, like, there's so much. I thought it was so much better on rewatch, which means that you, I love the show even more now. So excited for mm. season two. There was a little bit of a leak which said it may be this year, end of this year. It's not going to be. I doubt it very much because it's going to be good quality. It took seven years to develop the first season. I reckon it'll be next year, though. I don't think it'll be longer than next year. It'll be end of next year, probably. It depends when they start working on it. Well, they've probably already started working on it. Yeah, I might have started f- like, way before. No, oh, yeah, they would have had a plan for what it was doing. It's just whether on Netflix was cancelling it. That's That was the only hindrance to them. They would have probably still had a plan. They would have still probably been working on it. But yeah, I'm really hoping. Anyway, that's the uh, show over and done with now. Thank you for listening. Go check out last week's TBO of... Best and Worst. Thank you. Our recap of 2021, our awards. Yeah, our awards for best movies, TV shows... Um. We did a gaming bit, but neither one of us had played many games, so it was kind of short. But we were just talking about the movies that we watched, the TV shows that we watched, all of the best stuff that came out last year. Because last year was a really good year for content and movies and stuff like that, TV. But yeah, yep, if you want to anyway, hear our thoughts out, on that. And we'll see you next week. Peace out, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>